Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host, and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome, so glad to have you. Let's have a conversation about the many roles of the dental hygienist. I see lots of times on social media that people are often like, hmm, what are the options outside of clinical? What else can I actually do? And sometimes I'll see negative responses that dental hygiene is a limiting career, and I just don't see it that way. So I thought I'd make a podcast episode to share and provide you with some opportunities maybe that you're not thinking about if that's something that interests you. What other things can I do other than just clinical hygiene with my dental hygiene degree? And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. One of the things I just want to challenge you on when you're really thinking about What do I want to do as a career option outside of the clinical operatory? So how do you figure out what to do? What I want you to do is ask yourself a few questions and really give some mindful consideration to these things. What is it you love doing? And I know you can focus your attention on some of the stuff inside the clinical operatory that you absolutely love about your job. Now take what it is that you love doing and now think about this. What is it that you are really good at? What are your strengths? What are the things that just naturally come alive in you that just are so easy to you? Because those are your unique talents, right? Now, what does the world need? So figure out what the world needs. And there's a lot of things that the world needs out there. Now. An important piece when you're thinking about a career, you have to answer the question, what will people pay you to do? So if you can think about what it is you truly love doing, what it is you're really good at, what the world needs, and what people will pay you to do, align those four things and that will answer you specifically what your life purpose is. And if you're unhappy in the clinical operatory, then get yourself out there, stretch yourself into an uncomfortable zone and know that there's really endless possibilities outside of the operatory. And what's even better is that there's a ton of people out there that are ready and willing to help you figure out how to get where you wanna go. Many hygienists graduate and they go right into clinical practice. Their jobs involve direct patient care. And this is what we're primarily trained to do. But with our education comes a lot of additional knowledge and skills. And this develops over time just from exposure as a dental clinician. And as a clinical dental hygienist, the role is to use the ADPI model, right? To assess, to do a dental hygiene diagnosis, to create care plans, to implement treatment, to evaluate patients, and to document all aspects of the treatment as far as prevention, control, intervention, 
and medications that are used to help patients either control or prevent oral diseases. Clinical hygienists work as part of a really dynamic team in order to deliver high quality and comprehensive care to meet the direct needs of their patients. And they can work in private dental practices, they can work in hospitals, university dental clinics, prison facilities, nursing homes, schools, and community clinics. It's really the sky's the limit as far as what type of setting you can work in as a clinical hygienist. And that's probably, probably the most common thought of role for a dental hygienist out in the field. Now, a corporate hygienist works to improve oral health outcomes through sales and services. It's really beneficial for a larger dental sales company to employ a dental hygienist due to their in-depth knowledge of oral health, their knowledge and understanding of prevention and specific dental products related to oral diseases. Dental hygienists also have a broad understanding of the desires and the needs to clinical teams, and they are poised to really implement their understanding behind products and services that are promoted by a company. So think about that. They could be sales representatives, product researchers, corporate educators, corporate administrators, working for a larger company to provide a really knowledgeable uh, understanding and in-depth development of certain products. A certified public health hygienist is a specific uh, role that has a community health focus, still technically considered clinical hygiene. Now in the state of New Hampshire, a CPHDH requires additional coursework and registration with the board. A CPHDH works collaboratively with a dentist and they're allowed to provide preventive dental services to members of populations who may otherwise not receive dental care. Maybe they're not able to physically get to a dental office. Uh, many community health programs are publicly funded by the government or nonprofit organizations. And so these dental hygienists work as clinicians in rural or inner city communities. They can work in places like Head Start programs or school sealant programs, maybe in an Indian health reserve. A CPHDH continues to be developed and evolved. I do think that in time, you'll see more expansion of the roles and responsibilities of the CPHDH. Now, a researcher is something that could be very beneficial, and that is also a career option for a dental hygienist. Advancements in our profession have occurred due to the significant amount of time, energy, and resources that have been dedicated to our profession. Quantitative research involves gathering survey data and analyzing the results of that data. And then qualitative research involves testing a new product or a new procedure or a hypothesis for things like ease of use, efficacy, some types of outcomes, accuracy, or things like patient compliance. The advancement of our profession relies on researchers and it's an essential component of our profession. We're always looking to make sure we're providing things to the standard of care and we use the most up-to-date evidence-based research in order to do this. We need people to be researchers, so this is a career path or option for you.
So think back to when you were in dental hygiene school and you were studying for your degree and you had to do some research of your own. If you enjoyed that process, if you enjoyed doing a little bit of research or evidence-based data gathering, and that really lit you up when you discovered something, or maybe you connected the dots in an area of dentistry that maybe you didn't quite understand, and now you understand it more because of the research that you did, then you understand what I'm talking about. This may be an avenue that you want to pursue. Lord knows we need to continue to learn and grow. Speaking from my heart, one could pursue the field of education. Dental hygiene educators are in high demand. Community colleges and universities across the country that have dental hygiene programs require dental hygiene instructors who use educational methodology and dental hygiene theory to educate and enrich the future of the profession. We are nothing without our workforce, and we need our dental hygiene educators in order to continue the field and the growth. In addition to colleges and universities, corporations also employ educators who provide continuing education to other licensed dental professionals. Now, the different jobs related to education are things like clinical instructors, classroom instructors, program directors, corporate educators and lecture content experts. Now, another professional role of the dental hygienist is the administrator. A dental hygienist who is employed in an admin role can use all of the knowledge and organizational skills that they have learned while they are in school to look at things like programs and identify and manage resources, make improvements on efficiencies in both areas of education and healthcare. Some of the many roles held by dental hygienists in the administrative area includes things like directors of corporate sales, research administrators, executive directors, program directors, and clinical directors. The final area that provides an example of the professional role of a dental hygienist is an entrepreneur. This debunks any notion that a degree in dental hygiene is limiting. I see mixed discussions uh, and board posts all the time where clinical dental hygienists are unsure or unaware of alternative options for a career shift. I challenge those hygienists to think and look deeper inside their own creative hearts. Use your imagination and creativity to take a look at what impact you can have on the profession in a business sense. Initiative and movement to develop commercial endeavors have been successfully done by many dental hygienists. Some examples include things like practice management companies, development of a product, or sales of the development. Now you've been in the clinical operatory. What could you have changed to make your life easier? Right? Successful entrepreneurs are always thinking about what do people need and how can I make it for them? How can I get it to them? Some examples. You could create a temp agency or an employment service for others. You could be a provider of continuing education or a meeting planner, create a consulting business, or be the founder of a nonprofit. In some states, an independent practicing clinical hygienist. This is also considered an entrepreneur. You could be a professional speaker or writer. And last, but certainly not least, 
a podcaster or a content developer, right? The sky is the limit on what you can do with a career in dental hygiene. Achieve your degree, stay focused on growth, and keep growing and stretching into something new and exciting every chance that you get. Something always comes your way to reveal what it is you're supposed to do next. I have to share that it wasn't until I stepped outside the operatory that I really got a bigger, wider lens on the possibilities of what's out there. There are so many hygienists doing so many things in all different facets of the industry. Some are related to healthcare and some are not. So really the message here is you can do whatever you wanna do and there's nothing ever wasted. No journey is ever wasted time. So if you are leaving clinical hygiene to pursue something completely different, no matter what you do, whether you try or not, or intentional or unintentional, you will always use your clinical experience, your knowledge and your education in anything that you do because it's part of who you are. I will say that before you decide to jump out of the operatory and leave clinical, ask yourself a few questions about things like burnout, why am I looking to leave the clinical operatory? Because the answer might surprise you. It may not be that you're burnt out and that you wanna leave the clinical operatory. You may just need to either surround yourself with different people, get yourself a different perspective, change your mindset, or reignite your goals and your passion. I'll confess that when I first left the clinical operatory, I really missed my patients. I was. I was kind of a mess. I went into mourning. I just, my poor husband had to listen to me talk to him every night because I wasn't as engaged as I had been before. And I truly missed that operatory experience with patients. There's just something really unique about it. And I never left clinical because I was burnt out. I just knew that that was my time to go. So I just challenge you because we have so many amazing skilled providers out there. And I'd hate for you to leave clinical for the wrong reasons, because there's so many benefits uh, to being a dental hygienist that's working with direct patient care. It's just such a, it's a unique and lovely opportunity. You're in patient space, they're vulnerable. Uh, we help them overcome so many obstacles to achieve uh, better health outcomes. And there is something, it's a gift to be able to provide those services to patients and really elevate them and increase their knowledge and understanding of the connection between their oral health and their systemic well-being and it's just a it's something i'm very passionate about so before you just up and leave the operatory to pursue something else give yourself a little time to do some reflection and make sure that that's exactly what you want to do because oftentimes what we really need is to just reignite and revisit the why behind what we're doing and why we became a clinical hygienist in the first place. Sometimes when we lose focus on our why, it doesn't matter where we are, we'd feel burnt out or just lack that motivation. So before you go leaving the operatory and doing something drastic or, or walking away from the profession entirely, which would just be a sin, Take a look at your surroundings and, and really get yourself focused on your why again. 
so that you can figure out exactly what your next step is. So I challenge you to know that this is a one-way road and there is a time stamp on your destination. So if you are unhappy in clinical hygiene, today's the day that you make the decision to do something else and use your degree and your skills to make a difference. I would invite you to ask any questions at all that you need answered. Sometimes questions come up when you're listening to this podcast. If you have a question, most likely someone else has the very same question. I'd be happy to answer it and would probably share it in a future podcast.